everybody. Thanks for joining my podcast today. Um, this very first episode for this podcast called uh, Beyond the Control. And I'll elaborate why I called it that. But before I get started, I want to just say a quick thank you for taking the time to listen. Whether you end up liking this podcast or not, you know, I'm just starting this journey. So I don't know where it's really going to be taking me. Um, but nonetheless, this is something I've been in the works for for about three years now. And when I say the works, I say that very loosely, um, because to be honest with you, this idea spawned on me a couple years ago during COVID and during COVID, I was, I was excited. I want to do it. I thought it was just an idea. And then, uh, my roommate at the time, his girlfriend at the time gave me some microphones and she was really encouraging me to do it. I bought all the equipment and everything. And then I stuffed it under my bed. I didn't know what to do. I had the idea. I was afraid to do the idea. So, you know, here we are now, fast forward, we're about to enter 2024. I just turned 30. I just celebrated my birthday. We're getting ready for Christmas. The list goes on. And so, you know, I think anybody who's about to turn um, a new age, you know, you're about to have a birthday. And, and, you know, sometimes there are big ones like the one I just had. I Like I said, I just turned 30. So that was a big thing for me. So I did a lot of self-reflection and a little more than I would have liked. But, you know, I drive home. It takes me about an hour, an hour and a half to get home some days. So I have a lot of time to self-reflect, maybe a little too much time, to be honest with you. But what crossed my mind, you know, million things of what I wanted to do um, going into my 30s, what my 20s were like and my fears and my my aspirations and the, and so much more. And one thing I just kept circling back to is this podcast. And I just really wanted to start this already. So here we are. It's going to be a podcast about film and just really my my desires, my my motivation and my um, just passion for film in general. It's something that I grew up loving. I watched a million movies with my brother and my sister and my dad, especially. He showed us a lot of movies. I mean, he introduced me to Star Wars. He introduced me to Predator and Aliens and, you know, obviously kids movies like Toy Story is one of the earliest movies I remember. Um and, you know, maybe a kid shouldn't be watching these movies, but my dad had to work a lot. And so did my mom. And he just wanted to find some way, some platform where he can connect with me and my brother. You know, we watched Saving Pride Ryan. We watched Forrest Gump. Um, and you know what? I think even with those kind of movies intense, my dad was just kind of really straightforward about it. He never hid us from these things, but he also reminded us, you know, what's real, what isn't real. And so I, I, I love it for that. And then, you know, being that my parents worked so much growing up, you know, there's a term that I was I learned last year or technically this year, I guess, um, that I grew up unintentionally as a latchkey kid. And so I guess if you don't know what a latchkey kid is, is, you know, for people who their parents are are not present as much for very multiple reasons but usually it's like working and stuff like that and so you spend a lot of your time at home watching movies watching tv shows and and really taking away in consumption to the stuff so for sure i believe that is a perfect assumption of what introduced itself into my life so yeah i want to start off with this podcast to dive into movies to give you my opinion you know it's not a critical opinion it's purely biased as well on some aspects for with like certain favorite directors type of movies and stuff um heads up now i'm not a person who likes musicals so that's some episodes i may struggle with so you know if you're a musical person you're gonna probably hate but hate a future episode but 
for now, I just want to share who I am. This, I think also movies really is a reflection of who I've developed as a person in, in parts, obviously, and it's not my whole life, but it's a lot of my passions reflect from what I've seen and, and my, um, my nerdiness first, first and foremost to start there, but also, you know, just different experiences that I've had from movies, you know, different parts of my life where certain movies make a more, a bigger impact than others and the underlying messages. But before I continue on just kind of starting off the movie, I want to say thank you. And specifically, I want to give a shout out to those people who have kept pushing me, even though they, you know, bullied me a little bit about it, but it's because they really did see something in me and they really encouraged me. And so, you know, Eris, Juan, if you're listening to this, I really do appreciate you guys, even though uh, you can be kind of mean. Um, <laughs> no, you guys have just, you know, every day you remind me when I'm going to do this. You need to do it already. You need to do it already. And, you know, you get there because, you know, although you say it and you annoy me, I'm only getting annoyed because I know you're right. So, you know, that's my shout out to you. And then, you know, I have my coworkers as well. I have uh, Kayla and Andrea. They're fantastic. Shout out to you guys, too. You just you know, very reinforcing people, really supportive people, nothing, you know, sometimes we, we meet people over time, you don't know what to expect. And, and to meet people nowadays, especially who are pushing aside sometimes their own personal interests and own admiration to make sure that you're okay, someone else is okay. It goes, it goes such a long way, especially something I've learned getting into my 30s now, or I'm, I'm saying 30s already, I'm barely fucking 30. It's been a week, uh, not even a week. I'm recording this right now, just a couple days after. But yeah, it's just, it's something I've taken to account, something part of my self-reflection of just who I appreciate right now in my life. So, <clears throat> so I'm just carrying over some fears too, um, going, starting the 30s, starting my journey. And I want to look forward to what I have to share about the people around me and my experiences and, you know, kind of just bombard you guys on with some random shit every day before I talk about movies, if um, you're okay with that. But I'm not really asking permission. You have to, if you're going to listen, you're going to have to be okay with it. You know, you're hearing me vent in some one way or another. Yeah. So I want to dive into today's podcast. So I think a good way to start this off is a roundup since we're in the end of the year. We're halfway through December. We're getting up to this weekend coming up. It's going to be Christmas. And so there's a lot of movies I've seen this year. And, um, you know, I wish I watched more. You go to the movie theaters. Sometimes, you know, you're not available or, or you just don't want to go up and pay like $16 to watch a movie sometimes. Um, totally get it, you know, especially right now with the economy. But also, um, you know, you want to see what draws your interest. And so I just want to highlight a couple movies to really start off. Uh, which ones I didn't like, which ones I do like, which ones I want to watch still before the end of the year. And then my favorite, you know, and, and the ones that surprise me, of course. So I think starting off i'm gonna go with what i didn't like and and i don't like criticizing film i don't think people like these artists these directors these writers these producers they have these visions and stuff and i think sometimes they just don't hit and you know obviously there's my bias too so just keeping that consideration like i'm just straight up starting off with my bias of horror films i'm very critical of horror films I think it's because I do expect to be scared and I think because I know it's not real it doesn't really spook me now that being said, there are some horror films out there that really made an impression for me. Like one of my favorites of all time was John Carpenter's The Thing. I love that movie and I'll 
you know, break that down a million times later in the future. But also, like, you know, A24 can fucking ace it with horror films. If you watch, like, Hereditary or Midsommar or recently Talk to Me, you know, these movies are kind of creepy. And not, like, jump scare scary, but enough to make you, like, fuck, I'm I'm kind of uncomfortable. Um, and I love that. I love their movies. I don't think I've, I've watched one I've yet to dislike, like, heavily or anything. I don't even know if I dislike any A24 horror films just yet. And then, you know, The Conjuring. I think a lot of us already like The Conjuring or Insidious. I did prefer In Conjuring over Insidious, personally. I think it was more of a fun idea. But that being said, I th- this is me being a little more critical. I think this year of all movies, and it was at the beginning of the year, watching Megan. You know, Megan, if you haven't watched it yet, I don't want to spoil too much. It It is on a lot of platforms, so it's easier to watch now. But it's pretty much like that humanoid robot doll that was created um everyone knows like the jokes because of like tiktok of her doing like some random ass dance and they had it at hollywood horror nights and everything and i get the idea i thought the idea was really cool i thought it had a lot of potential but when i watched the movie i couldn't help but feel underwhelmed i didn't feel i don't know like there was a genuine genuine threat and and concern and and the movie just felt so fast-paced. Like, there was no build-up to it. I think that's what kind of robbed it from being a good movie. A close tie was the movie Smile. I thought the idea was fantastic, but the execution, unfortunately, just didn't hit with me. It didn't resonate. And it bummed me out because I really was looking forward to these two movies being really good. I know a lot of people like them, and I know people like horror films. So, you know, watch them, love them. That's just how I see it. And like I said, I have a bias towards horror films, so I'm just a little indifferent about it. But, you know, nonetheless, I don't think they're bad movies. I just think they kind of underperformed now kind of transitioning out of because i don't really like talking negative too much i want to talk about two movies that genuinely surprised me this year um and i love them i really loved them and i was surprised so the first one i gotta start with dungeons and dragons i had zero expectations of that movie and then i'm pretty sure everyone can relate that you know over time there has not been a lot of video game or board game or movies that have been great like obviously jumanji was great and you know sonic was pretty successful and just recent super mario just proved us all wrong they can be good so there has been an upside but when i saw something like dungeons and dragons you know it's more creativity and stuff i at least my mindset was that there's a lot of things that can go right and there is a lot of things that could go wrong um so i went into low expectations i was excited because chris pine is an actor i very much love watching and i think he aces all the time so i i think i had a little more optimism but you know what i went to the theaters with my roommate at the time and we had no expectation we went in there got some food hung out tried a new theater and it was fucking awesome you know the cgi everything executed the story was simple enough to understand but still complex enough to really you know, expand on certain characters and, and the world around you. And you kind of just left that movie like, damn, that was fun. That was, that was interesting. It was funny. Uh, I was engaged the whole time, you know, Hugh Grant as a villain. I did not anticipate I was actually going to enjoy him a lot as a villain because he was still funny. And like I said, like using the practical effects and CGI and everything, the way they executed it, it looks fantastic. And I feel like that's a big thing to say because we've saw we've seen so many fucking movies with CGI that can really get convolute the movie. It can really ruin it. You know, Marvel hasn't done great recently with these their films and the CGI can really you can tell like some parts of Doctor Strange, like the eyeball, or watching Thor, Love and Thunder, and you see like some of the CGI in these movies, you're like shit. And and it's 
kind of just a bummer, if anything. So to see something like Dungeons and Dragons with low expectations truly proved me wrong. If you haven't seen it, I think it's on Paramount Plus. I do recommend you watch it. Or even Amazon Plus, I could be wrong. Whatever it is, I recommend taking that risk and watching it. You're not going to be disappointed. All right, now my second movie that's come to mind that surprised me. I think it was a tie. The best way I put it with Dungeon & Dragon was Gran Turismo. Same thing, same idea. It's based off a video game. It's also based off a real-life situation, so not entirely a video game, but is the concept of it. And I'm watching this trailer, and I'm I'm uninterested, but I know talking to my roommate where we're like, doesn't look that great, or I don't know what to expect. Um, I don't know if I really want to watch it. And you kind of get hesitant to pay to watch these kind of movies because you're like, I don't know. It's like you had Orlando Bloom. I had uh, it had David Harbour. I love David Harbour. I mean, we all like Stranger Things. I think he kills it in a lot of movies. He's just fun. But and I don't know what the fuck that means. Just fun. Eris, you already know if you heard that you're irritated. But with that being said, I think that movie proved me wrong on on judging these movies a little bit too early. Got to give it a chance. Um, unless, you know, it looks absolutely fucking terrible. You know, there's some movies out there that just, the trailer says enough. In this instance, Gran Turismo, I was hesitant, but once I watched it, I was, I was super engaged. I was having fun. I was like, oh damn, this is, this is happening. And you're, you're wondering like, oh, how, how is he going to win this tournament? You know, the, the relationship with his dad. And you start wondering just like the driving these cars, the training for this, you know, I'm like, is this this actually happened in real life. I didn't believe that really. And then you start watching more of the movie. And you're like, fuck. And then, you know, if you watch Ford for Ferrari versus Ferrari, or if you've taken the time to learn a bit, a little bit about like these racing competitions, you know, the races he did, they're fucking dangerous and they're crazy. And, you know, you even see that, that impact in the movie. And it's a satisfying ending. It's a satisfying story. Then you see at the very end that, you know, it's based off this true uh, race car driver now. And you're just, kind of like a little bit in awe like i love movies that leave you with that oh man i didn't know that can be a thing and it was and it was fun i loved it every second of it so that's another movie i recommend now there are some movies before i get to my favorite and i'm telling you right now my favorite's a bias but i'll go with it uh some movie that i still want to watch this december uh godzilla minus one i've heard amazing things i've seen the trailers been out for two weeks so i'm kind of lagging it on that i'm taking advantage of my time off to watch it during christmas break but also like wonka just came out and i actually personally love willy wonka those movies and the story so and then timothy chalamet i don't know if i said his name right i think he's gonna kill it in that movie and then seeing hugh grant playing uh oompa loompa i think it's gonna be really funny so it came out like the day before my birthday so i might just watch it this week but then there's still other movies like Iron Claw. I really, it's an A24 film. Zach Efron, I think, has become such a great actor that kind of has been a little bit under the radar because people still think of like High School Musical or, or comedies he does. But he is such a good actor. And I'm forgetting the name of the actor from the show The Bear. He's another person I just, I want to watch. It's a wrestling movie. If you haven't heard of it yet, I do encourage you to look up the trailer. It looks like it's going to be a solid movie right before Christmas. There are some other movies. And I think the last movie that... I'm not entirely excited to watch. I'm going to watch it just because I am a nerd is the second Aquaman. I have very low expectations and I don't kind of blame the movie. I blame, you know, in the sense that DC has not done well with making movies for, you know, since pretty much the beginning. I think the last good one was Man of Steel. No, that's not true. 
the the good one was like Suicide Squad, James Gunn Suicide Squad specifically, not the David Ayers one. That one makes me angry. And I have rewatched it recently, so it just reminded me of all that. But nonetheless, I think Aquaman reason why I don't think it's gonna be as great as we have may have hoped is because no one really cares anymore because now we know they're resetting all of DC. James Gunn took over, and so I think that's kind of what makes part of it suffer. And it, it does suck. I hate to see that for Jason Momoa and the rest of the cast of that movie, but it is what it is. All right. So reaching this point of the podcast, I want to highlight my favorite film of the year, and I feel like a lot of people kind of might already predict this, but I want to highlight why. So I think this movie, we have heavy expectations from this director. I think his hype really has shown, and he's made so many great movies over time. You've looked at his collection of films. I don't think he's made a bad one. Some okay, some confusing, but most of them not bad. And so if you haven't guessed it already, and those of you who know me already guessed it, it's Oppenheimer. Now, Christopher Nolan... We all know he can kill it with these movies. I've seen Memento. Love that movie. Inception. Love that movie. It's it's enticing. It keeps you excited with the storyline, what's going on. Gets you confused enough, you know, going to the depths of dreams. Now we all know the Batman Christian Bell movies. The Dark Knight, arguably one of the best movies I've ever seen. Um, rest in peace, Heath Ledger. You know, and then you watch Tenant. That one I know some people don't like because it's just fucking confusing i've watched it twice and i still need to watch it again just to get a better understanding that does not mean it's not good just means that i have a mental delay i think so there's part of that Uh, and you know the list can go on with the nolan films with dunkirk and stuff but at the end of the day watching oppenheimer watching the trailers there was a lot of hype they're like oh look at all the practical effects the little cgi use and you add these little extra details and so you know i i would like to review look at movies very subjectively and i and i think one thing my friend really encouraged me to do was take a moment and look at all these movies objectively like what are fans looking at right so i think on this all right this is gonna be a three-hour movie and it's a lot of dialogue it's a lot of talking so this better be a good story and maybe it better keep you you know movie pacing and everything is so important because you can get bored you know i've watched some movies this year that fucking some parts of the movies pacing got so boring that i think it made me think of it more in a lower rating than it actually is um but the pacing of oppenheimer was was really well done you didn't feel bored the music was fantastic and to to keep the pace of everything going on all the changes and then you know killian murphy is such a good actor but that even being said even though he aced and i do hope he gets an oscar for it you know the rest of the cast and match each other like you kind of felt like this whole stat cast was like making each other better because they wanted to make sure it was a good movie. And I don't, I can't even remember a bad performance in the film. I got really excited every part of the film. There was a part where I'm watching this movie in theaters and we're finishing the second act. You know, we see the nuclear bomb and everything. Uh, we see what happened shortly after. And I'm like, okay, shit. All right. And I'm getting ready. I'm like getting comfortable to leave. And then the third act starts and you see Robert Downey Jr. And you're all like, oh shit, there's a third part to this film. I feel like some people may already anticipate for me. Maybe it's because I was getting a little tired. I was sitting there for two hours and I was wondering, you know, what's going to happen. Um, and man, it sat me back on my seat. And that part I think was the best part, you know, seeing the interview, seeing what was going to happen at the very end and like post nuclear bomb for Oppenheimer. So I don't want to say too much for people who 
haven't seen it, I think it's truly worth at least one watch. I want to rewatch it. I think it's a rewatchable movie. Maybe not every day, uh, unless you have three and a half hours of your life, but something you can rewatch once every other year or something. If you're if you're like me, you can rewatch like four times a year. I'm just weird. I love rewatching films, but it's a must watch. I think if you like Nolan, if you liked any of the movies I just talked about that were his, it's worth a fucking shot. So go for it. Um, so, you know, this is just a short introduction, introduction. I can't say that word. Um, so this is just a short introduction of what this podcast is going to potentially be. And I do thank you again. If you want to start this journey with me, this is purely something out of fun. I don't know what this may be, but I know one thing is that I'm going to have fun with it. And if you join me on it, I hope you have fun with it. If you have recommendations for movies, I think that's going to be fantastic. Good and bad ones, please. Um, I want to be more open to bad ones for any of you who can convince me that I can like a musical kudos to you. Like I'll give you a $20 gift card. I swear to God, because I do not like them. The only one I like is Sweeney Todd. That's my exception, but everything else, like I struggle. I'm not going to lie. I'd lose interest very fast. So that's just something. Um, so that's just, you know, if you want to get a $20 gift card, I'll do it. I will do it. But, um, thanks for taking the time. And I, once again, I just want to give a shout out to those of you who did push me up until this point. And uh, I hope you enjoyed this first episode. And I think by the time you listen to this, it's already going to be Christmas or at least around that time. Um, don't thank you to those of you who wish me happy birthday. starting my thirties off with a bang and I wish you guys happy holidays, happy new year, you know, have more episodes to come and I can't wait to start this journey. Thanks.